Robert Delis is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubba Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, at least with the assist. By the way, Finister, nice to meet you vocally. You too, man. You too, man. Okay, so the person that posted it, let me just read the profile. They, she, feminist, herbivore, anarchist, lesbian. Oh, my God. And then, hold on, I went to her Patreon, too. Patreon is dope. And I'm recording right now. She's a non-binary trans girl, which isn't that a, a, uh, isn't that like a conundrum right there anyway? You can't be non-binary and a girl, right? That's a double negative. Yeah, you can't do that. It lives in the U.S., work full-time. She's on Patreon because she's very poor. She can't afford the laser hair removal for GRS. I guess it's gender reassignment surgery. And she works one one $9 an hour part-time job. I told her to come on. I said, come on, talk. Nine an hour? Nine dollars an hour. That's a fucking crime. (laughs) It's a crime, dude. I think, well, eh, I I think minimum wage should be ten fifty, At least ten. At least go up with uh, inflation. Yeah, I mean, most 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 places start at ten. So yeah, yeah. At nine. I got ten an hour. For, but this, I, this just, I bumped up to fifteen a little while ago. This poor girl lives in Ohio. That's a terrible place to be a, a they she well, not transgender. Real. Oh. oh, it's <laughs> fucking fuck. Anyway, man, she's all she's all good. I, she they, she they. And one of the guys from MLS Aces was like, "You you made an LGBTQ joke." to a transgender person and pronoun baited them. I don't even know what pronoun baiting is, and I'm pretty sure I did not do that. People are fucking crazy. Yeah. I was going to reply like, hey, I would run on Discord right now, but I'm singing Andre Bocelli next to my gay son and non-binary daughter, but I thought that might have been too far. Possibly. Uh, I just told her, I was like, you know, a joke's a joke. doesn't actually mean uh, the person... Fuck. That's what that's what kills me. They assume because you say something funny that they uh what you think is funny. That they that you don't like an entire yeah. species. I don't even know what to fucking say anymore. Do you do you have a uh stand up background at all? No. Okay. No, I do not. I've it's been the told way you deliver sentences. Is... Yeah. Yeah, I've been told I should try that, but I, man, I don't want to play to bars full of like four drunk people. Yeah. That aren't paying attention to me. This is easier. I don't got to fucking really entertain anybody but myself. Guys. And you got it? I'm watching right now, but it's nothing but a screen. I don't know if that's... Okay, there it goes. I yeah, I just shared screen. I don't do video. What did I do? What? 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 what, 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 what watch stream like... Uh, it should just be the, the screen oh, okay. with... Uh, I, see, I got it. Just the yeah. post game notes. Stuff we're going to chit chat about. Yeah, for us, it's going to, on your name, on your little icon, it'll say watch stream, or watching each stream here. Uh, yeah, but you can't see anything. You just see the screen. You just see the Word document. That's all you see, right? Uh, not right now. Now it's just white. Now it's Word document. So if I do this, is it gone? Yeah, white. Yep. Ah, so i got to stay on one screen. I just see two squares dancing. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Alrighty, here we go. First thing, I don't know if you guys saw this on the uh, the introduction last night to the game, but San Jose's PayPal Park sits at an intersection with a street called Wando Way, which I'm guessing is named after Wondolowski. Did y'all know that? Didn't know, but 
Colby and I saw it. Yeah, we saw it at the beginning of the game last night. <laughs> they so, had like a little shot of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, huh. Then it got me thinking. If we had to name a street after one of our current or former Dynamo players, which one would I name it after? And me being me, I came up with something smartest, like Kyoto Pass, because he doesn't. Oh, no. <laughs> or he did not. But going back, because I only started following the club in 20, 2017. See, so, I was going to say something like Will Bruin or, or uh, Brad Davis or somebody. Yeah, like Brian Ching. Like Ching, Will, yeah. Will Bruin, or, uh, right? Oh, who's the guy, Colby, that we saw? I'm, I'm too new of a Dynamo fan to... To uh, talk about old players, you can pick a new player. <laughs> yeah, any player, current, former. I just thought Kyoto Pass was pretty funny. I do have a love for Fafa though. So what would we call Fafa that one? Would be cool. Yeah, Fafa my, Circle. My 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 current favorite favorite players are probably Fafa or Derek. 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 Yeah, mine are Derek. Derek and Marco. I like Marich. I don't like his new haircut. It's better than that one he had a couple weeks ago. So you're saying you're saying Derek or uh or Fafa? All right, all right. Second question. I could or, not take or or Beasley. I, I did like Beasley. Oh, you right. Day. Yeah. yeah no. Beasley is a legend. I actually got his bobblehead in my last mystery box. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So second thing was, if you had a son, which I have two of them, and he showed up to Thanksgiving dinner. Wearing what the San Jose coach wore during the match last night, which did y'all see this guy? I thought yeah. I thought Dos Santos was bad. I thought what Mark Dos Santos was wearing was colorful. This guy, I was like, the game is starting and he is adjusting his gold chain, like he's not even done accessorizing. So if you had a son and he showed up to your, go ahead. What did I say, Caleb? You you said he looked like he just got off a yacht. Yeah, yeah, just got off a yacht reading the best book. The best book with uh, his wife would be in a bikini drinking champagne. Again, Jimmy Buffett on the radio. He had to take off his captain's hat. You know, the one with the little gold anchor in the black (laughs) background. He had to take that sucker off because he was was driving, but the real captain was underneath. So everybody thinks he's driving. He he was dusting his monocle off. That's right. Just put his cigar out. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like I thought Tab. So Tab starts a season in sweatsuits. Remember that? Track track suits. And uh, yeah. I love the suits. Like I do. Suits. Yeah, he looks he looks proper. He looks good. Where does he get his dynamo ties? We need those dynamo ties. We do need those dynamo ties. I will be wearing one to the uh the Real Salt Lake match. It's too good of a chance not to. I'm gonna start putting that out no. there. Unfortunately we don't we're not gonna get tickets to that one. We'll be in Well the next Austin. game is Austin, yeah. Yeah, in Austin. Oh, did you get the fifty seven dollar ones from the uh from the surge? Yeah, the surge guys, yeah. Right That's on. Awesome. Are they taking a bus up and then back? Ooh, I don't know. Well, we're closer to Austin. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're only you'd, an hour from Austin. You'd have to drive here to get on their bus. Yeah. So if you were, say you're in your 50s, 40s, right? And it's Thanksgiving and you open your front door and your son walks in just like that. White shirt, the blue sweater tied in a knot, putting his chain on, fixing one of his seven rings. What do you do? I don't even know. I don't know how to answer that. Ask him where he parked the boat. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. like... <laughs> I mean, for me, it's there's there's too many... Uh, there's too many 
other factors to consider before you come up with an answer? Like, did he come alone? Did he bring a date? <laughs> Who is his date? What does he do for a living? I just, I, I, just I, I just, I would just clown him, just regardless. Yeah, regardless this, of what he what he was wearing, I, I probably will clown my children. I mean, I get you. Oh yeah, for sure. And they <laughs> they they are so sensitive. I have kids. I have four, and kids are so sensitive. It's ridiculous. You it's, gotta you gotta harden harden them up. Yeah, but then you get told you're mean, and now they can call CPS. <laughs> right. We didn't have CPS Not when right. I was growing up. We just went to your room for longer. Exactly. And you ran away. All right, so four of our five Gold Cup players are coming back once their squads lose because Honduras is out. Who's the other one? Costa Rica uh, is going to lose. El Salvador. Costa Rica is going to lose, correct? Or they've already lost? Uh, yeah, they, they just lost. We j- just yeah. lost. Yeah, I think, or I think it's still going, but it's 2-0. to zero. And then nah. USA is back. So the one player we all Sorry, give a shit about the most isn't going to come back. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not I'm like, okay, we have more passion. depth, but I want pa- yeah, passion. Yeah. yeah, it's final two to zero. Yeah, because I, I asked who would you who do you miss most out of our five missing players, and I already know the answer. Right? Oh, yeah, it's passion. It's passion. Nobody else has really contributed, right? Well so if we can see uh Seren come in at the level that he was playing for El Salvador, that'd be kinda cool. You know, he's been he's, solid this year when he comes in in his yeah. limited time. He, but he, I think he did exceptionally well for his, for yes. his country. And he started every game, and isn't he the captain? I think he is. Not positive, but I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty, I think he is. I know, uh, God, who was the other one? I don't remember. But yeah, it was a shame to see Honduras lose as bad as they lost. They lost 3 nothing Yeah. Because they've played well, and I saw them in Denver almost almost tie the U.S. and bring it to penalties. But Mexico they, team, though. Yeah, Mexico team's always pretty good. So, did you guys know we've went 16 straight on the road without a win? I, I heard, or the last time we scored, they said it was Cincy. And that hurt. But that hurts more to hear 16 games without a win. 16 straight on the road without hurts, a win. That hurts us personally because we were at the Cincinnati game. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and so, we know how long that was, long ago that was. So, you guys were in Cincinnati and saw them win no, no, in no. Cincinnati. Oh, you were no, here. No, 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 no. Yeah, here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. That was I don't, the last time we scored. Uh, I, I believe so. That's what he said, right on the thing, something like that. Last time we scored. No, that, that was the last goal. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's been it's been a sixteen straight, and we but we've averaged more points on the road this season versus last season. So do you guys think that we can actually? Do you think we can be a? Play, you think we can make the playoffs without a win on the road if we continue to tie and lose on the road? No, I don't think so. I think you have to win at least one or two because the other teams aren't going to lit up. I don't, I don't so, think it's going to happen. What What if we tied every single road match in a season? If we tied every single every road single match. one because if you think about it, we've only lost we've lost two on the road this year, right? Portland or three? Yeah, Portland, that's Seattle. Eight, that's eight games. Eight games left. Eight road games left. God, it's too many. That's eight possible points. You guys think we'll be a playoff team this season? I think it's hopeful. Not, I don't think ten, we'll make it. Ten home games time. left. Ten home and eight on the road? Yeah. 
We're not even halfway there, boys. Yeah, that's true. We are 15 matches in, and we have 18 left. And people are already starting to get mad. Have you seen Austin FC's fans? They're up in arms. Oh, yeah. Loving it. It's fucking crazy. It's their first year. What did they think? I know. Like, what were you thinking? Because you show up and wear green and Matthew McConaughey bangs a drum it, you're going to just walk all over everybody? <laughs> oh. Um, I, I don't want to interrupt the show. Did you watch the uh, Minnesota-Portland game? No. No. When was it? Yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, Last night? No. Col- yeah. yeah. Colby Portland, and I caught it. Portland it went up one, game. and then Minnesota came back with two. It was amazing. The environment in Minnesota is insane. I didn't know that they had a, a facility like that, and I didn't know they had fans like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seattle typically does, too. Portland does, for sure. Minnesota, uh, Sporting KC, they get pretty into it. I thought San Jose wasn't wasn't too bad of an atmosphere, it looked like. Do you know the uh, the Wonderwall story? Um, oh, my God. From the, the, one of the supporter songs that our guys play? No. Because no, uh, we play Wonderwall. One of the songs that we play Minnes- is Wonderwall. Minnesota. Minnesota United. The whole stadium sings it if they win. The entire stadium. What's the relevance of Oasis to Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what we were saying. <laughs> Aren't they from Liverpool? I, I, yeah, I looked it up. Apparently, they had a British coach that started it. An English coach. And oh. it just stuck. And so now they sing Wonderwall every time they win. I don't understand that at all. I don't know how that's relevant. Yeah, I guess the English I, coach, but I mean, your coach has changed like the seasons. Right. <laughs> this was uh, back in 2016. I just want to chant that I can understand at, at BBVA. They're all in yeah. Spanish. Except for Let's Go Benimo. I just, I just want to chant. Yeah, it's true. We don't have any. We have nobody to organize it. We don't do player-specific chants. Yeah, that's what I was telling Colby to do some player like the uh, the chants, uh, the chant after we score, the... Dynamo. Yeah, it's the only one I know. What, where is that gone? Like they still do they it. Even, they still do it. Yeah, yeah. They it's still just do it. so quiet we can't hear it. Yeah, they. I don't. I think they take out the uh, the crowd noise for the home matches because. No, we were there whenever we scored Cincinnati. We didn't do it because I was ready for it. No. And we were on the side of the the supporter section. Nothing. I was yeah, there. Same. I know we chant afterwards, or we yell, we sing. Yeah. They play the Dynamo song through the PA unless they didn't do it. I mean, I don't remember. But I go to every home yeah. game. So, I mean, if I if I they know. didn't do it, it... We'll have to pay a lot more attention next time. Yeah. Make note of it. Like I said, it, it, if they did play it, it yeah, was it too, like it. too quiet for, for us to even notice. Well, they dropped the Mike Jones Dynamo yeah. song, When We Win, which I haven't heard in quite some time. I, I think I heard that once. I remember like, that one, yeah. Before the game started. Yeah, that's Something. that was that was rated and voted as the number one hype song in MLS. I don't know who rated and voted it that, but it legitimately was. That's, that's Mike Jones. I mean, it's cool that it's cool that our song is sung by an indicted pimp, I guess, right? Because <laughs> he was arrested for human trafficking and uh, I guess solicitation with women, prostitution. But he's innocent. Yep. You know, he said he was innocent, and I believe him. Plus, I mean. You from H time. That, that's all that. That's all that the. Uh, no, yeah, the fans are worried about. I mean, if everybody that gave their phone number out in a song was a, a pimp, <laughs> then he's guilty. So, did you see Marco's new haircut—the slicked, shaved, <laughs> shiny skull? I got, I got scared a little bit. He looks more and more terrifying every time we see him. 
Yeah, he looks like one of the guys in Modern Warfare that sneaks up behind you and cuts your throat with a knife. <laughs> he's a he's a cod skin. He's a he's a he's an interesting, intimidating fellow. And he's still catching flack on Twitter for his uh, his goalkeeping ability. And truth be told, he I'm had sure a clean sheet last night. Right. Except I think he did phenomenal. Is Eric Valentin? He I was he had a pretty slow night up until the end. That uh that offsides goal at the end. I don't know how he didn't see that. It was placed pretty well. But that was like, oh, fucking Marco. The old Marco's back. Other than that this season, he's been, aside from when he kicked the ball into the guy and it went in, right? That yeah. was shit. But other than that, he's been, he's uh, stats-wise, I think he's, he's top 10 for sure in the league in all the uh, important categories. Yeah. Some people say I, he's terrible. They're, they're wrong. I personally feel a lot safer with, with Marco back there. Forget who our previous goal. Joe was. Willis, Tyler Derrick. Willis, yo Derrick, who's on thinking. Yeah. Guy, Derrick yeah, was until was... he beat up his girlfriend and got arrested right before the playoffs in 20, yeah. 2017. And then we yeah, turned to I... uh, to Joe, who's now in Cincinnati and leads MLS in clean sheets. Isn't that crazy? Well, I mean, I Cincinnati that. spent money, or Nashville, Nashville. He's in Nashville. Nashville yeah. spent money. I keep seeing all these teams making these transfers. You know, Argentina to here. Scotland here, and it's like, yo, what are Nashville's we doing? Yeah, they are. So is New England. Orlando they needs to watch out because yeah. New England's pretty good. So, we all agree that Marco looks scary as fuck with his hair the way it is. I like him. Oh, yeah, no, I like it. I think of everybody on the team, he definitely looks the most intimidating. Derek Jones is the biggest bloke on the team, but he just looks so polite. He looks like he looks so nice. He does. I think Derek, like, I would let I know I'd be like, if I saw Derek at a club, I'd be like, hey man, what's up? If I saw Marco, I'd walk the other fucking way. I wouldn't go near him. So did you guys notice um when they are in our third? So when our we are in our defensive third, and we continue to chase the ball and kind of press a little bit, like when we drop off, we still like to press a little bit in our third. Have you did you notice the space? mainly between Hadebi and Junka on the left side at times, how far inside Teenage was drifting and the amount of space we offered, the channels we offered at the back. I didn't notice that. Early on, a couple times, I noticed it looked like Teenage and Timmy were standing almost right next to each other. And it seems like we're losing shape. And I'm, I'm wondering if, it's, if it's, our mid, it's, it's our midfielders for the most part because they're chasing guys around. And our press has not yeah. been as effective as it was before. Not Like last night, I'm, I'm watching teams play us, and I'm seeing once they play it back to the keeper, Maxi runs at the keeper, and Maxi runs off. Yeah, once they reset it one time, they play out. Yeah. And we were pressing for the first 20 minutes. First 20 minutes of that match. Then we sat back. I do remember having – so Sam's side – had plenty more routes ran through it whenever Dorsey was out there. It seemed like they didn't want to press him. Like whenever the Dorsey was in the play, they they switched field almost every single time. You're talking about uh, San Jose switching the field with Dorsey on the other side, the Fafa yeah. side, or switching yeah, to Fafa. switching to Fafa side? Yeah, I, I thought Dorsey. Do we have him on here? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he wasn't bad at all. I like. Yeah, him. Uh, switching to Sam's side. Problem with Sam is he needs somebody to cover him, and he's so he's, that's that's another thing. Whenever I, we didn't see Fafa a lot, it felt like so. I even mentioned to Colby, it felt like 
maybe Tab told Fafa, like, hey, hang back and help out Sam. Right. Like, and I even mentioned on here, you know what, we'll get there. Yeah, because every... It's number 10. Yeah, we'll every, every Every press that we had, uh, it was just a Rudy. Like, yeah. there's no one else in the box. And then you look back and Fafa is, like, at midfield. And, like, what, like what's, what's going on? Like, Again, that's that formation breakdown. Yeah, it happens. We we run sometimes, and there's there's times where we run around, and it just looks like we are lost in the sauce, and we just we get out of shape, and we don't know what to do. And thankfully, they had a couple of good chances early on that didn't convert. Well, we had yeah. a couple we didn't convert either. Poor Memo with his left foot. It's really not that bad. He just kicks it right at him. Mm-hmm. Ladies, have you been led astray? Did you diddle where maybe you shouldn't have dabbled? Have you been unfaithful to your husband, wife, partner, main squeeze? Well, there's a judgment-free podcast just for you. Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, hosted by Rebecca Adams, tells the stories of these women from their perspective, anonymously and without judgment. I met the first man I had an emotional affair with online. He was far away, but he provided me with all of the emotional validation that my marriage was lacking. The first time we talked, he showed an interest in me as a person. It was refreshing. If you need to come clean, get it off your chest, confess your sins with no Hail Marys required, then Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is the podcast for you. And remember, it's completely anonymous and judgment-free. Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe today. So early, early in the year, beginning of the year, I was pretty high on Zarek Valentin, mostly because he's handsome and looks like Jack Sparrow. <laughs> but after last night and the night before and throughout the last couple of games, I'm consistently noticing he's just tailing off and his, he is not able to get back and keep up with faster players. He was beat almost every single time. It looked at, like he got tired really early. Oh, he got – and at the end, he wasn't even trying. No. He was beat consistently down the flank. So what, what are your thoughts on seeing Jose Bazama there? Like I know I know Jose has his doubters and his haters because when he went out there, he was garbage. But we know that without minutes and without a time to build form, you look at how Quintero looked earlier in the year too. What are our thoughts on Bazama? And what's the answer if Zarek continues this downward spiral? <laughs> the answer, I have no idea because that – that just makes me so nervous as a, a fan to watch games. We're, we're not going to have two wingbacks or whatever they're playing, left back, right back. It's terrifying. Well, with the back four, they typically, most coaches, you know, me being a Tottenham fan, I've had the pleasure of watching shitty wingback play now for a couple of years or fullback play. Most coaches, when you're four, the, yeah, we don't. But wait, we, most guys with four at the back, they'll only send one and they'll leave the, the other side back. And then yeah. they'll have a midfielder who stays to help out. But we didn't send either. We sent Sam, right? And then sometimes Zarek pushed forward. But, man, he cannot recover at all. Well, it doesn't even feel like – what did we run? A 4 through 3 Something like that? Last night? So the, yeah. the Dynamo's official – the, the yeah, look from the official Dynamo, that was a 4-4-2. Four, four, you could say, oh, it was a 4-2-2-2. Two, two, two. It was fucking – it looked like a 4-3-3 three, three, with Dorsey on the right, Fafa on the left, Maxi up top. Just yeah. like a modified four three three. Yeah, it's it uh, a little more wide of a four three three because of the placement of the players. But I mean, again, like we were saying, they didn't follow to that 
at all. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know who does those those formations again. When you Google Houston Dynamo and look at the lineups, they're, they're yeah. so wrong. I saw a four one four one listed at one point. Yeah, and then I saw nobody knows what it's, what they're yeah. trying to do. They had Hadebi at left wing in his in his debut. I looked at it and I was like, That's, "What is Tab doing? Yeah, what is he doing? Screwed up." So, do you guys think that right back is now our weakest position after what we've seen last night and before? After last night, I think so. Yeah, because I mean, as much as we uh, like Sam around here, he had a good game. And Dorsey was picked; he was pegged to come in as a right back, according to the reports. Oh, and last night, really? Oh, he was. Yes, he started as a wing. And then he moved back to right mid. And then the idea, in according to the internet, was to play him in that hybrid role. I don't know. I I don't know if he's you he know. I've only seen the one game from him. I don't, I didn't watch too much of his highlights or anything. But all right, Brian says good. Brian says it was a four-two-three-one. Corona and Vera were playing deeper with Memo pushed up high. All right, I believe Brian. Fucking Google's wrong. Google's been wrong all the time, man. Oh, yeah. And then we got... Who was the other message from? Fuck, where'd it go? Just trying to navigate Discord. Yeah, no, go ahead. Oh. Uh, how do I get to my messages, ma'am? It's ridiculous. I think it's that little home thing. Sig, Sig said, we need 32 points to get into the playoffs. That's what it took last year. But last year was a shortened season. We didn't play 33 matches. I think I think Sig's talking about earlier when we're talking about the road wins yeah. and the points. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm slow on my Discord checkup. Still thinking about pissing off the transgender universe. Are they posting in the uh, actual chat or is it direct they messages? They are. I think they're direct messaging me. Okay. I, I thought I couldn't see it or something. Yeah. They are. Brian's muted. Fluttershy is on here. So... Last night on Twitter, I brought up, I said, or Discord, I said, how's Dorsey look? And someone said, meh. Literally, meh. And I thought last night watching him, this was only his third ever MLS appearance. I was, I was pleased with what I saw. That little cross to Maxi, that Maxi got a little funky touch on it and didn't score. I mean, we've got, we got to remember this guy was a sixth overall pick in 2019. He's played for the U.S. men's teams under 20s. So... He was, and he is, highly rated, I guess you could say, even though Toronto yeah. cut him. And when Toronto cuts you, considering the problems they've had this year, most people would look at the player and wonder what the fuck. But at the same time, yeah. when you look at them and see what's going on in Toronto, it's apparent they don't know what the hell they're doing. Mm-hmm. Especially when they get beat 7-1 to one and then fire their coach the next day, which was the right move. But Dorsey's six foot two. He's a big boy. I thought, speed-wise, he outran their yeah. left back once. He was, he was neck and neck with him. And the creative ability, I think, is there. Do you guys think that this is another good find? That this is a, ooh, dare I say, Matt Jordan gem? And that he could potentially be like Tyler Pasher or Derek Jones, somebody of that that uh, that capability? I think it might be just a, a little too early to tell just because that, I, I don't know. He performed well, but also I don't know if I would have started him that it, he must have confidence. Tab must have confidence in him. So I mean, I would like say said, from from be. what I from what I saw last night, uh, offensively he was meh. But defensively, kind of like what Caleb was saying, is like 
every time they went to his side, they switched fields. Like they they didn't even try to like get it past them. Yeah. They got it. They, every they, time they I did mean, to get down that wing, he wasn't involved in the play. Yeah. And I did notice a couple of times he was back there, and they would pin and trap with uh, with Zarek because he was yeah. on Zarek's side. Unless they switch at some point, but I remember specifically seeing him on Zarek Valentine's side, and after Zarek got beat, the uh, the Griffin was there. On and honestly, from from that performance last night, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind to see him at right back. No, you no, know? that's what I was thinking, and that's what that's what they said they signed him to do. They said they signed him to play defense in that hybrid wingback role because college-wise, he led, I can't remember where he went, California somewhere, but he led his team in, in goals and maybe assists as well. Switch him, right with, switch him with Sam. Well, he was, he was a winger. He was a winger okay. in college, and then he dropped into the midfield uh, with Toronto FC and FC2. And then supposedly, like I said, according to the Dynamo Media, which there's not a lot, Indiana, thank you, Brian, he went to IU Hoosiers, um, and they lost. They lost the national championship game when he was a freshman. His second year, they didn't get to it, but they got close. But he was an All American in two years, and I think he was an academic All American. Brian also said you need forty five points to win as a seven seed. That sounds more realistic. Brian with the stats. Brian smart. So yeah, yeah no wing back. I think I think he would do a lot better at a back position. I do too. I think he's, but what do we know? You know, I know right now we're missing players. And once the Pasher comes back, Dorsey's not going to start over Pasher. So maybe he's just getting him feel out games to, you know, see how he looks on defense tracking back. And then at some point, because Eric's, Eric's 30, Valentin's 29 or 30. He just turned 29. So he's, he's getting close. He's getting close yeah. to that age where they start to really have that decline and that testosterone I, leaves. I think it feels good to see Tab. I know it's weird to see him start that uh, him so early. And I felt like that was a pretty important game. Yeah. Um, but we saw new players on the field, and then we also saw probably the most subs in a while. I mean, that was, that was enjoyable. Early subs, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah, Brian Probably says he wants to cards, see. Though. Brian wants to see uh, Griffin with Pasher overlap with Pasher on the cut inside. I can see that. That'd be interesting. Are we sure Griffin's right-footed? I don't know. Are we sure he's right-footed? Part of me thinks he's left-footed. I might be confusing with Hadebi. Brian, I'll look it up. Brian's my analyst. So, unpaid, amazing analyst. So last night. Memo's pass into Dorsey's legs. Did y'all see this? Did Memo gets the ball. A pass? You have to, I guess. Because <laughs> if it was a shot, it was it was it was off. If yeah. that was a pass, that was the hardest pass I've ever seen someone make in the box. Yeah, Griffin's right. Well, Quintero made a few of those uh, earlier in the year. A couple laser beams. Yeah, again, I don't. I don't know if I'd consider that one a pass. I thought I thought that particular like moment was our best chance for a goal. And yeah. Memo definitely ruined it. I mean, ruined it. How are we screwed up. How are we feeling about Memo, boys? I still like that, Memo. I was still, yeah, I was still pleased. 
that was the only downside. Yeah, I, he, I don't, I don't understand what the the anxiety is when it comes to Memo. I know he's not a creative winger, but he's not a winger. He's never been a winger. He's a yeah. midfielder. So the, I mean, the, he's played out of position, and you get mad at him. I mean, would you get mad at Marco Maric if he played striker and wasn't just, you know, smacking him home? A lot of people are, are done with Memo. I'm not. I think he's been average. I think he started hot like he did last year, and he's just been average. And yeah, I put I put Memo in the same like category as like, and then in terms of like the the work that they put in because you like you can see that they're they definitely have more of they, they put they put more energy into what they do. And uh, oh. I mean, I, oh, feel, I feel I feel like Memo Memo is lacking in the uh, in the finishing, but like you said, he's a midfielder. Yeah, uh, Brian says Memo had four. He blew four really good chances last night. I must have missed the other three. He had two shots, left-footed shots that were. Uh, Weak, but they weren't terrible. I've seen worse. I mean, that one specifically was hard to watch just because he had it on his dominant foot and he had the defender shadowing the left. Like, he had the right side of the goal to shoot at and he just went complete opposite goal side. And Yeah, it was, that was a tough know. one. I thought that was our best chance. I thought of all of our attempts, goals, shots, I thought that was our only real well, clear-cut chance where we had a look on goal and to we could have spotted it home. Yeah, yeah. Didn't do it. Now, earlier you brought up how Fafa was brought back to help on defense. And I wrote, I noticed Fafa wasn't as far down the pitch throughout the match. And this chance with Memo was created by him staying forward and us playing a, a through ball to him to go get. So if you look at what you noticed, bringing Pico back to help Sam, who I still don't like. I like, I, I like him slightly more. But... This one chance was created by Fafa, and Fafa's also gotten a lot of shit from people about how he does run fast and loses the ball or falls down. I mean, that's the truth. But there have been times where he creates these chances, and I'm really hoping that we figure out a way to keep him forward because he is by far the fastest player on the pitch for us. Yeah. That's, and, that's the thing is I don't when we put him back, we're losing a, a huge uh, weapon. Well, we drop ten back quite 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 often. Ten or eleven, or there's ten or eleven behind the ball quite often if you watch, especially once we're done. Usually for a minute twenty to forty, twenty to forty-five, we drop everybody back behind the ball. Mm-hmm. We come out and we press for those those opening fifteen minutes. Last night it was about twenty, and then last night, same thing. We sunk off, and then we have no no creative no creators up front. There were so many times where you'd have. Griffin and Maxi are just Maxi, and there's nobody else up there, which is really hard to watch. And it's there was even one where uh, I'd say we took we we had a counterattack starting in the midfield. Parker got some kind of layoff from somebody, and he took it all the way up to the 18, and then didn't do anything with it. I remember that there was no one there to help him because the announcer said uh, Parker's all the way forward, or, or Parker's yeah. out of position. And I'm yeah, thinking, man, like man, don't fucking tell him, don't tell them that. <laughs> Because other than that, we got teenage who hurt his shoulder last night. I don't know how bad that's yeah, going to that be. That's that's not 
shoulders can take a long time. Yeah. They're like hamstrings. They're pretty I mean, important. He, he looked like it was actually hurting him too, so. Yeah, and I'd imagine he's pretty tough. I've looked at his, his stuff, and he doesn't miss a lot. Yeah. He's well, still relatively young. He got back in two times, three times, whenever Tab had a sub ready for him. Yeah, he was doing the Honduras thing. Except the Hondurans get stretchered off and come back in. Yeah. So the own goal by Zarek, if you look on the cross, uh, Junka missed it. Fafa missed it. Marco. Marco totally could have come off his line. Zarek could have chested it down or let it run through. I think if he lets it run through, uh, was that Espinoza? Whoever was behind, yeah. I think he probably scores. But I was extremely pissed off because what Zarek did... That was 100% going to be a goal. Yeah, I yeah. Think, there's no deflection that would have taken it out of the path of the goal. No. He was too close. There was too much pace on it. Go ahead, Colby. I was just saying, I, once it got to the back of the goal, I was like, I don't see that not going in. Yeah. I mean, he could have just bundled it in. But what Zarek did, what, what upset me most is there were other options. Chest it down. Put a head on it. Let it go through. From Zarek, I don't know. I don't know if Zarek had the, the opportunity to, to do that. It looked like whenever he was outstretched, would it hit him in the calf or something like that? No, I'm pretty I sure he kicked it pretty dead on. Yeah, because Zarek was a little behind. So like his, I don't know. I, I thought I remember seeing it just hit him his, in the his leg. His movement forward. Like, I don't, I don't, he could have probably batted it down, but it would have been very hard to do so. And then besides all that, my my biggest issue with that whole play is Marco on that one. Because I felt like that one could have been picked out earlier than, you know, what, it, what did he do? Did he come off the line? No. I don't think he, he didn't. Did. No, Marco, Marco walked through, I think. Yeah, I think that one could have been a, either a punch out or, you know, something that but he didn't move. Yeah, it was, uh, it was tough. That was. He, he, I think he expected the Parker or someone to get ahead on it. Yeah. Well, everybody missed. Junka missed. Fafa missed. Fafa's only what five seven. Where's Hadebi and, and Jones on that one? You know, clearly out with their big old dogs. Even though Jones is terrible at reading balls in the air, he's absolutely horrible at it. Hadebi's good. Hadebi can read a ball in the air. He gets his head on fucking everything. That I th- that and his and his ability to play the ball, his mm-hmm. passing ability, is it's just on field IQ is very very good. Yeah, his passing ability is the best on our entire back line, I think, and we've only seen him over two games. Man, his I like him. I hope his shoulders are right. But yeah, I just wrote Zarek was god awful last night. He steadily declined off the right back in every aspect of play. He hasn't had a break. He's, he's missed one match from Bizama. Bizama came in. I think he started one match. That match we got smoked in. Was it 3 nothing? Colorado? In Colorado? Is that the one? Sounds right. So I think he just needs to get some yellow cards and get a break like Fafa's going to be doing on Saturday. Which he is suspended now. That weak-ass yellow card that he got. Which he gets that yellow card for the hand. But he, what he did to the keeper... I was worried that was going to be number two. Yeah, to come up behind him like that. They gave it to Parker. 
Parker got it for jumping, and Parker was outside the box. When Parker jumped in front of the keeper, Parker was outside the box. I didn't see that. I thought they were all in still. No, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm pretty sure Timmy was outside the box. But what Fafa did... Yeah, I thought Fafa was going to the second one and be out. Yeah, but, but now, yeah, that's what I was worried about. But now Pasher is not going to be there. Lasseter will be back, and he will have five days to get ready. And maybe we'll see Bazama, who looked awful. Did anybody think he looked good in his six minutes? Uh, honestly, I don't even remember him coming on the field. So He came in at the 90th for... Uh, who did he come in for? Did he come in for Fafa? Memo? He came in. Might have been. Oh, no. He, they were gonna, I thought they were going to pull Hadebi out and put in Fumayor. They left yeah. Hadebi in, and they pulled out a midfielder or a forward, and they put in... Uh, Bizarre. 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 Yeah, he came in, and he immediately yeah. fouled an opposing player oh, just outside uh, the 18-yard box. What was I? God damn it! Yeah. Too much beer. Yeah. Too many beers. Okay, I was confused there. Okay, yeah, Bahamich. Bahamich. I mean, he didn't fuck up. So, well, it, it, okay, he didn't because they were offside. But that offside goal that was a result of his uh, running up the back of I think it was Espinosa, who totally stopped. And drew the foul. But I, I wasn't... And I was looking at Bahamich standing there, and he doesn't look like he does a lot of cardio. Granted, I'm not I'm not like a Greek sculpture or anything, but he looks like he's on the Carlos Vela diet. He looks a little soft around the outside. But he's, he's, you know, he's young. He will. Yeah. Yeah, I, think, I think we need to see more, more actual uh, game time from him to... Well, this was the time for it. With these five guys out. You know what I mean? Yeah. This was but it. A six minutes on the field, I mean, I, there's not a, a huge impact he could have done. But, you know, what he didn't do was uh, noticeable, I guess. I'm, I'm still convinced he did something with Teb's uh, open relationship <laughs> girlfriend, as Brian stated in the last episode. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't impressive. I was hoping to see Fumayor and everybody was up in arms. They said, if Fumayor comes on, we're going to lose. I mean, I don't think he's that bad. He was voted uh, player of the new player of the year, newcomer of the year when he got here back in 2018, 2019. With the amount of cards we had on defenders, right? Didn't we have no, Parker? Parker. Parker had one. But, uh, um, I don't know. I, I would have been happy with seeing him on. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have been too upset. That, especially with the possible injury on our prospect player right now. Yeah, that's, that's not a good situation. And speaking of yellow cards, the last thing is uh, our aggressive play up and down, I think, definitely going to lead to more yellow cards. But there are so many times where we get a yellow on plays where I don't think they weren't a yellow. Like Memo had a challenge on Chofi, Chofis early in the second half, like on the 50th minute mark straight, stepped over him and cut him the fuck off. And I like, I like that Memo does this. Like it, I love that Memo's got some shit in his neck. Memo doesn't get a yellow for that. That's a yellow card. But then Fafa gets one for the hand back. Fafa's five foot seven, you know, and he's trying yeah. to brush the guy off, and he hits him in the face. Yeah. And then I mean, Parker gets the one for jumping. Yeah, no, those were. It felt bad, but I mean that that ref. I don't. I know that that whole situation was pretty crazy with the, the other ref coming in, but regardless, we have this new ref come in. The 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 handing out of yellows was very weird. The the whole game it felt like. They were given in the wrong spot and not given in the right spot. Well, at the end, when Maxi got a yellow and uh, 
it was that they got the red? Fiero? Uh, like the car? Fiero? Yeah, yeah um, that was the right call. I yeah, want to know. That should have been a red. I want to know what Quintero said to him. What did Quintero say to him to make him get up and straight up want to fight him? Like, what did he say? Yeah, one of those things we probably won't ever know, but... Oh, I'd love to know, because my mind was going. Yeah. Definitely something about his mom. I know the word madre was in there somewhere. Oh, did he? Uh, I have no idea. And probably Jinga. Jinga was probably in there, too. Yeah, oh, man. It looks like we need to get Darwin on the on the bucket. Whatever Darwin said, I don't know. He's he's too busy playing the last thirty five minutes. <laughs> I don't have any desire to interview players because, to be honest, I couldn't talk the way I talk. I'd have to be professional. Yeah, to get him to not uh, blacklist you. Oh well, I think after today's events, it's already happening. It's all good. Put it in motion. That's okay. Brian says, how did the Brazilian go 75 before he gets a yellow? Brian, I don't know how these, ref work, these refs work, man. There's been plenty of times where we get yellows on shit we don't deserve them, and then we don't get yellows when we obviously do deserve them. And it always feels like on the road it's worse. On the road I feel like we definitely don't get as good a calls, and the refs are supposed to be impartial. You know? Yeah, and then I know we're talking about our team, but uh, Nathan on the other team? That, that was pretty insane to me. That, that the amount of fouls and step, uh, the times he stepped on players, the uncalled things. That's who Brian's talking about. Okay, Nathan's oh, that right Brazilian. back. He's that's the right, right back to Brazilian, right. the twenty-six-year-old Brazilian, the new player who said in an interview the last three games we've really been doing well, and he's been starting all three. So I mentioned that he was real fucking humble. Yeah, he's, sure. you know. Yeah. Anyway, do y'all got anything you want to add? Thoughts, suggestions, how do we feel about Salt Lake coming in? Because I'm not excited at all. Me neither. Not looking forward to it. I think we see Salt, you back. Salt, Salt Lake's looking real good. They are. Didn't they just win 3 nothing? Yep. Yep. Colorado. And Colorado whipped us up all the way up there. Like, for sure, for sure. So, it'll, it'll be a rough one. You're going to that one? Yeah, I'll be there. It's my actually it's my son's birthday, so I'm bringing him and his friend. I, well, I'm bringing him and my girlfriend's son, and I've never taken him anywhere before, my girlfriend's son. So, this is going to be interesting. It'll be fun. It will be fun. So, so I will I will say the the lineup that we started with, it was I. I liked it. It's a lot better than, than Tuesday. What, yeah, what we saw on Tuesday was garbage. Yeah. That was that. That said, hey guys, we don't really want to win. Yeah, we just we just had too many mistakes. Uh, I've never played a. Fu- Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's partially, it's partially because we had people in spots that that was their first time playing those spots. Yeah, and yeah you had Fafa up top. I mean every time I play a five five at the back in FIFA, I get smoked. I can't even create anything offensively and I'm, i mean i'm I'm awful to begin with. I have to run a four two four to to keep it interesting and and yet again, Rudy's going a hundred percent all game long and he's not getting a break no and he's not getting any help in the box when we make a counterattack. No, he is not, and there's too much of that. 
A lot of that was from Fafa sitting back last night. I think that's a huge problem with our attack, just not having... We have counterattacks, but we have, like, two guys counterattacking. Yeah. Is that a midfield problem? I think... Like, it, where, where are we lacking that we're not seeing at least... So what... I feel like three is solid. We're, we're seeing that. We're seeing that after we're done pressing. When we press early on and we press high, we have yeah. four guys in there. But once we start sitting back, yeah, our midfielders don't have the pace to keep up with Maxi Fafa and Tyler. Who on our team can keep up with those three? After those three, who can keep up? Quintero, a little. Yeah. But when you're playing them in, in a flat, you know, midfield like we do, or two, you know, because the third, the, the, the center mid is a true center mid. It's, it's not a CAM. Yeah. He's not a number 10. He's, uh, what is that, a six or an eight? Six, One of those numbers? Yeah. Six. Yeah, so he's not a 10. So we're asking him to play defense and go box to box, and the pace on Memo, on Corona. I thought Corona looked okay last night. Really did. Yeah. The pace on them is they can't keep up. He did his little thing, though, where he was in and out for yeah. parts of the game, but when he was in, it was good. And Maxi is not a hold up striker. Fafa is not going to hold up anything. Fafa is going to go. Same with Pasher. You know, we don't have a real hold up player up top. Maxi is the the closest thing we had to hold a player was Christian Ramirez, and he's now scoring goals in Scotland. He's gone. Well, boys, I'm going to uh, venture off and talk to talk to the Twitterverse. And it's gotten quiet now. It's gotten quiet. You know what I don't understand about this whole transgender thing is I didn't say anything about transgender people. I never would. I would never insult anybody because of who they are. Yet, the fact that I don't want to be surprised by a woman that's actually a man lying to me and trying to convince me that she's a woman, that gets me called a bigot. You guys are younger. What are your thoughts on this? Younger, but we also both live in Grange. conservative Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much on that same page. You literally can't say anything without pissing somebody off. And you know what? Truthfully, I, I could fucking care less. I know how I am and I know how I treat people. And if you think it's okay to have a penis and try to fool me into the fact that you're a woman, uh, that's not cool. It's actually never happened either. Although it kind of happened at a burlesque show in Vegas. I thought the, uh, thought the host was a female and I thought she was hot. And then at the end, she revealed... That she was not. And the woman I was with was like, wow, your gaydar does not work at all. This shit is eternally broken. It's kind of like the, the, same, the same thing that we were talking about the other day, Caleb, with the, the thing over the bridge. Oh, yeah. What's, um, what's that? There's a guy from Caldwell. I know what that, that is. I think, yeah, he lives in like Austin now, but he came back to his hometown and there was somebody that put like a a flag over a little bridge that said like it was like white power not like white power it was like um whites unite or something like i don't know something like that and uh yeah we were talking about that how and he captioned it like why i don't come back to my hometown yeah dude i live in a fucking town where i think i told you before you heard it the streets in downtown are still named after confederate generals i live in one of the most conservative towns in fucking houston it's ridiculous Oh, my, dude, we have a, we have a, a plantation uh, drive. 
Fuck. <laughs> we have a supposed hanging tree in our square. I don't know and, if that's supposed. Yeah. I think it's probably it's true, true ma'am. Yeah, they used to. I used to live in South Carolina, and they would make. Uh, they put like markers up to mark the old hanging trees on the plantations because you can still go to plantations in certain certain uh, southern states. And I was like, "What? Like, who the fuck sees this and thinks this thinks this is okay?" That's where, yeah. Like this, it's it's murder. That's what it is. We have a legal system. Fucking, you don't just get to kill people. The, the tree we have is like on the corner between two banks, and like nobody. Batty corner from the courthouse. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody's ever gonna. Well, if it's a, if it's across from the courthouse, maybe it was like, yeah. hey, let's get him into the judge, and then we'll get this yeah. over with quick. But like to do it, I think it's a pretty awful way to die. Number one, unless you do it where they drop down and it breaks your neck, yeah, that wouldn't the context. Yeah, but like that's a pretty awful way to go. There's worse ways, but that's. I don't know. It seems to be pretty I popular. Remember, I remember they tried to they tried to cover it up one time by uh, like all, like I think our like English teachers told stories of uh, this this is where the uh, Confederate Army uh, met ga- gathered yeah gathered before going into battle. It's <laughs> yeah, but not telling what they did before that. Man, I'm all for teaching history the right way. And apparently that's, uh, what are they calling it now? Critical race theory. But the Democratic Party has a weird way of picking the worst fucking possible names for everything. Like defund the police. Like that doesn't sound like a good idea. You should have called it restructure funds for mental health. That's what you should have recalled it. We should have called it. Anyway, boys, um, I will get up with everybody after, God, after we all Salt Lake. Fucking fingers crossed. I'm about to go on Twitter and post it. I love everybody. Go watch the <laughs> USA game. Oh, they went in? They just started. Okay, cool. Well, all right, man. Kobe, Caleb, y'all take care. All righty. Everybody in the chat room, peace out. Talk to you later. Bye, guys. Albert Delise is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Mumble Rodriguez again. Scoring goals left and right. Delise with the assist.